Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this post is about Jupiter moving into Pisces. Now Jupiter rules your truth, story, philosophy, and belief system and it's entering Pisces May 13th, 2021. It will retrograde in Pisces June 20th, re-enter Aquarius July 28th, and go direct in Aquarius October 18th, and re-enter Pisces December 28th, so right before New Year's. So this whole year, basically, well, this whole second half of the year, is the back and forth through the end of Aquarius and the beginning of Pisces. And it moves officially into Aries May 10th of 2022. So basically, May 13th to May 10th, that's our one-year zone where we're dealing with it in these areas. So let's dive in because I'm going to go into each one at the end of this. On May 13th, which is this week, Jupiter Truth Story Expansion enters Pisces, which is oneness, surrender, completion, womb, development. This is beginning a completion of a 12-year collective cycle and personal cycle for those with Jupiter in Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, or Sag. Think back to 2010, which is 12 years ago. What were you trying to do that perhaps you or the world was not quite ready for? Are you ready and supported now? The collective story is back in the womb now, preparing for rebirth in Aries, May of 2022. Jupiter expands anything it touches, and now it will be shining its gigantic light on Piscean issues, which is unity, dissolving boundaries, understanding, tolerance, compassion, bliss, ecstasy, universal love, sensitivity to surrounding energies, meditation, secrets, limitations and restrictions, fantasy, dreams, vision, imagination, creative visualization, mysticism, psychic ability, surrender and trust, let go and let God, All of this is the Pisces department, basically. And this is our once-in-12-year opportunity to expand our individual and collective realms to be more compassionate and understanding because we know that we are all connected. Jupiter will expand the Pisces house of your chart and amplify any other planets in Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, or Sag, ushering in a new truth and story there as well, basically in that house. That's where you're initiating or or completing, I should say. Aries will be the really new beginning next year. It will retrograde back and forth, like I said earlier, through Aquarius and Pisces, so we can facilitate the necessary closure on the old story while keeping in mind that next year it will retrograde back and forth through Pisces-Aries so we can get acclimated to the new emergent story. During those times each year, it will act as a grace period, and it will be your most potent opportunity to set intentions for the next 12-year cycle, so you can determine what story you want to be in a position to tell going forward. Jupiter spends about one year in each sign and has a 12-year cycle that moves in three-year increments. It represents learning and teaching through adventure, exploring, ingenuity, games, and storytelling, among other things. So what is your story? What has it been for the last 12 years? What story do you want to tell for the upcoming 12 years? Jupiter is the researcher, the truth sayer, and the truth seeker. 
and is all about making meaning out of the available information and experiences. It also tends to provoke you to keep your own counsel, which means going within to connect with the deepest and most authentic truth for you. That is wherever Jupiter resides for you personally. Once you have connected to your truth, then sharing your story is or can be your offering to the universe. Have you ever heard the saying, your life is God's gift to you, but what you do with it is your gift to God? Jupiter is also considered a benefactor, and when in contact with your chart, even when challenging, you often receive blessings and rewards. Where you have to earn it with Saturn, with Jupiter, there's more benevolence or good karma involved. So let's call in those blessings. This is our miracle zone, especially in Pisces. When Jupiter in the sky touches Jupiter in your chart, it's always an opportunity to release all that is no longer true for you and free yourself from beliefs which no longer serve your current evolved purpose. This also helps you remember that truth is fluid and it changes as you evolve and learn more about yourself and the world. Because Jupiter will spend more time in some houses and less in others, its presence is helping point out the areas of life that currently require the most expansion in your life. It's where you tend to shift your previously accepted beliefs and philosophies because you've learned and evolved over the last three, six, nine, or 12 years. And you remember that it is a good thing to question your fundamental beliefs periodically and ask yourself if you really still believe that, because often you don't. Another way to feel Jupiter is that we learn something new, expand in some way every year. And by the third year, your consciousness evolves and you get to integrate all that you've learned, basically in preparation for the next three years of learning and education. It's ongoing, people. In other words, there is a pivot point in your story. Something changes because of your earned wisdom and evolved consciousness. And often, because Jupiter is involved, you can count on some unexpected blessings during those times when Jupiter in the sky touches Jupiter in your chart. It is a fantastic opportunity to review the last 12-year cycle and choose what story you'd like to tell over the course of the upcoming 12-year cycle. Whatever you wanted or tried to do approximately 12 years ago, you may not have been ready then. Now you are, and the universe unequivocally supports you. This year, Jupiter is going to bounce between Aquarius and Pisces, but this is not new. You can reflect on the following years when Jupiter spent time in these two zones. Well, actually three zones total, because I want you to prepare for when it hits Aries next. So, I only tracked back to 1950, but even that was revealing. Jupiter in Aquarius and Pisces, these would be the years to consider. 1949 and 50, 1961 and 62, 1973 and 74, 1985 and 86, 1997 and 98, 2009 and 2010, 2020 and 21, which is where we are now. And the next time will be 2032-33. So what I did was took out little excerpts from one of my workbooks. I have a Jupiter workbook. I thought it would be fun to include this at the end of the article with Jupiter in Aquarius, Jupiter in Pisces, and Jupiter in Aries with just some bullets for you to consider while Jupiter does its thing in these zones. Because if we can connect consciously, we can co-create. So Jupiter in Aquarius is all about improving your community. And the lesson is about detachment and big picture thinking. 
We have to be willing to risk for the reward of expressing our unique truth. You have to be cool and detached in your observations, question your beliefs and philosophies like we just talked about above, and check in. Are you acting out of habit or authentic truth? Access major detachment and a more philosophic attitude, seeing the big picture that can help. Create the community you seek to be a part of. I've already done that over the years. When I moved to Florida in 2005, I had no one. I needed to create a community and it ended up expanding online the most. So even if you have to start there at this point, it's, you know, where two or more gather. You don't even need a lot. We also, while Jupiter's in Aquarius, we're supported to focus on our bigger goals, the far-reaching ideals. And you can fully connect with and express your unique contribution. So this is where we're connecting to our own unique brilliance in a lot of ways. But because it's Jupiter, it's whatever you believe to be true or possible for yourself, for your people, for the world, for the planet, all of that. Jupiter is the faith and belief planet. Neptune is the spirituality and the connection to all that is planet, you know, but they're related. And so when it moves into Pisces, it's almost like they're doubling their strength. And I think it's going to give us access to miracles and more connection to our invisible team and make the magical mystical realms, which linear folks want to always define and structure and put in a box or categorize or whatever. That's not where we're headed anyway. And Jupiter and Pisces is going to help us hit our imagination. But before I get to that, let me finish with Aquarius. The shadow side is the last thing. The shadow of Jupiter and Aquarius, because remember, Jupiter makes everything bigger, is this elitism or intellectual snobbery and thinking that you're better than others or superior in any way. That's the challenge. That's what we're clearing out to reset for another 12 years. So then it's going to shift, like I said, back and forth with the Pisces and Aquarius specifically this year. But when it's in Pisces, we're working on improving our intuition. And the lesson is all around sensitivity and boundaries. But while it's there, we can deeply connect with the common thread that runs through and connects all humanity. That's that compassion and understanding. We can connect to that, too, the altruism and a true sense of sharing, charity, and giving. It's a part of Jupiter being there. We believe, all are one, we believe that Earth is capable of sustaining us when we are the stewards we were meant to be and not the consumers we've become. It's time to raise your consciousness in all areas, but especially in your Pisces house, wherever that is for you personally. We want to practice regular meditation all year, downtime and time in nature to self-regulate. So vital to engage your imagination on a regular basis and to take a time out from machines and other people and sources of input, like that input. If you're not processing the data that's being inputted into your system, you're going to end up crashing. So the downtime allows you to process and integrate certain things so you can be more effective when you go back into the regular world. So intentional solitude, practicing disconnecting from the buzz of 3D and being still and quiet on a regular basis. And then the shadow side of Jupiter and Pisces, again with Jupiter making everything bigger, is being overly sensitive, absorbing others and or projecting your thoughts and feelings onto others. So we are either taking it on 
Because here's the thing, and I, I always did make these distinctions to help people remember. With the water babies, with the water energies, Scorpio, Pisces, and Cancer, <laughs> and I have tracked this, and it hasn't let me down yet, but you all feel free to hit reply and let me know what you think. But in my experience, Pisces feels it for the world. Cancer feels it for the family, and Scorpio feels it for the individual. That's what I've tracked so far. So even if you're just going to look at your own chart, then you would look at the Pisces zone as where you have to have really good boundaries with outside world. And that's definitely been tracked and true. In your cancer house, you have to have good boundaries with your blood family because it is also my experience and my research that our blood family sometimes can come in as being wonderfully supportive and great and nurturing and all that. But most of the time, our blood family is for our lessons and our karma. And so they're not so much on the support and love and protection and unconditional love. So we turn to our friends and extended family and community for that. So wherever cancer is, is usually where our childhood wounds are. And so that's why I say we have to have good boundaries with the family. And then Scorpio, you have to have good boundaries in the intimate one-on-one settings. So whether that's friendship or partnership, it's still a zone where you have to, if, if in your Scorpio zone, you have to have excellent boundaries with your one-on-one exchanges. So I didn't mean for that little off-road to end up here, but that was good. And something to consider while Jupiter's in Pisces making the sensitivity and the boundaries issues bigger. And finally, we're going to consider the years that Jupiter has been in Aries that we can remember so that that is our frame of reference. And so this whole zone, 1951, 1963, 1975, 1999, 2011, 2022, coming up, and 2034. So I can definitely testify to these energies and tracking along with what went down in the Aquarius Pisces Aries zone. But in general, Jupiter and Aries is going to help us all improve our independence. And the lesson is always about courage of your convictions and overcoming fear of new beginnings, because that is the reset that helps us, at least in the social collective realms. And certainly for anyone that lives with Jupiter in Aries Libra or Cancer Capricorn, it's going to be a huge reset next year. So while it's in Aries, we develop leadership qualities and practice being proactive on our own behalf. We also can, remarkably, I know this is going to surprise some people, but it's easier to adhere to the routine because you know what you want and you're focused, right? So Jupiter's about our big dreams and big visions and Aries is all about getting it done. They go after what they want. And so in this energy, we can too. We can be assertive and fearless and just do it. Just try something new be different for a day and see how it feels and and how it alters the energetic response you get from the rest of the world. It's also time to have faith in yourself, in your own spirit and the unfolding process because Aries is always just the beginning. It's the first step. So we can't know exactly where we're going, but we want to get started. It's all about new beginnings and a fresh start in your consciousness. Okay, this is a, a spark or an awakening that happens when Jupiter expands your Aries zone. So think about that too and think about those years. And I, again, I can definitely testify those were years where I poured out so much creativity. 1999 was my first website, Cosmic Switchboard. 
And then 2011, I had just come back from a healing in 2010. Jupiter and Aries crossed over those years. That was huge. And I released a whole lot of family baggage and, and that freed up and expanded my work. And then now I'm feeling the same thing again in 22, where I'm an empty nest. And now it can be all about me again and what I want and what my desires, my goals. So I want you to think about that too. Your individual goals when it's in Aries. It can be all about you for one year. That's not too much. And when Jupiter's there, healthy competition with a special focus on bettering yourself is what's up. And the shadow side to Jupiter and Aries is idle time and starting things but not finishing them. So we definitely want to be mindful of that. Now, what I would say about that, I mean, I don't know what idle time is, so I, it's hard for me to advise on that. But what I what comes to mind at this moment is how I've had to schedule me time or downtime or spiritual time or whatever it is that that allows me to disconnect from the technology and from the rest of the world and tune in to what's really going on for me personally. So if you have idle time, I would say consider at this moment what you would like to do when you have that free time. Do you want to do some self-care in that time? Do you want to write a book in that time? Do you want to, you know, do some kind of creative project? You know, think about that because I have found it tremendously useful, especially after 2020, shifting the routines and things for everyone, is that I would suddenly have these pockets of time and space to myself that weren't planned for. And if you pop up on those times and you don't have something to do or focus on, it's kind of a waste. So I have a list <laughs> and a stack of projects that I can do whatever I'm in the mood for because they're all very different when I get those open pockets of time. So just think about that. And that wraps up my conclusion on working with Jupiter over the next year, basically. So I hope you enjoyed this post. Reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.